All right. Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to our podcast. Today, I am Tyler Evans. I'm Michael Murphy. And today, we're going to be doing a mock draft. Basically, how this thing's going to work, right, is that he has odds, I have even. So first pick will be his, second pick will be mine, and then we're just going to keep going that until all 32 picks are done. Yep, pretty much. Let's get it going. Let's start it up. All right. So first, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars. This, I, I feel like, you're gonna is pick. a no-brainer pick for everybody. Uh, the consensus, consensus number one pick is Trevor Lawrence. Mac Jones. I'm just kidding. And now, now the Jets are on the clock. Now, for the viewers at home, I'm a huge New York Jets fan. So I studied this pick, all the QBs that are left over, and by far, I, I'm choosing Zach Wilson by far. His arm talent is fucking insane. And he's, I think he's the best quarterback out of Trevor Lawrence. Like, he could even be number one. Oh, shit. Trevor he Lawrence said is too it. good of a prospect. Yeah, I, I'm he saying, I'm throwing it. it out. He has way better hot arm takes talent. over here. First episode, and we got hot, <laughs> hot takes. All right. Hey, hey, hey. Zach Wilson's Don't add the me, Jets at number two. Me. All right, this – I feel like this is the make-or-break <laughs> pick in the draft because, you know, San Francisco traded up when they already have Jimmy G, but, you know, Jimmy G isn't freaking that good. So you got to – He's not doing think it. What, yeah, you got to think what uh, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are thinking with this number three pick. We got – you know it's going to be a quarterback. There's no doubt unless – Kyle Shanahan is scheming something with Kyle Pitts and George Kittle, but I don't think that's the case. It has no, to be a quarterback. It, There's no doubt about absolutely it. Absolutely a quarterback. Yeah. It went from 12 to three. There's no way you choose anything else but a quarterback. I, in my opinion, Mary signed. I, th- I don't think Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones is a little overrated. Um, I think it, I, he's I agree giving with you 100%. Me- yeah, he's giving me two of vibes, uh, just because of how good Alabama is. Um, so my pick with a number three overall pick is Trey Lance from North Dakota State. Um, if you just see the the potential this guy has, um, his team without him, they had like their first losing season, and I don't even know how long. But he just, I feel like he's has so much potential, scrambling ability, strong arm, uh, just that perfect uh, Kyle Shanahan system. I could I could see him doing amazing things. See, you know what's funny about this? I have a whole separate like mock draft board right here, right? And I thought you were going to choose Justin Fields. I, I swear you, I thought you were going to. But on my draft where I chose 49ers for Trey Lance too. I generally yeah, think that's it was what's going to happen. It's just, I don't know. I, I could see it going – so many different ways because I feel like Kyle Shanahan is such a smart guy that like he can make anybody work. If he's making Jimmy G work, he's going to make one of these quarterbacks way better than they already are. I think and Jimmy G's kind of, so, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, we can't really cause, <laughs> I mean, he's not the best quarterback <laughs> in the world. I'm just going to say this guy can only make little check downs. That's about it. Yeah. And he missed the most crucial throw in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Manuel Sanders right, that's enough open. about the 49ers. It's it's there. It's done. Trey Lance to the 49ers. All right. I love the pick. Number four pick. I love the pick, Mike and Mike. For fourth. Now, I was thinking long and hard about this, right? I mean, it's going to be obvious to people who know about the draft and who the next person up besides, like, as a weapon-wise. And I was thinking, who can you pair up? Because 
I think Matt Ryan with Arthur Smith, he's a quarterback guru. He's going to be a stud and he's going to transform Matt Ryan. Right. So that means you don't need a quarterback. So, I mean, in the real draft, somebody probably trades up anyway to pair with Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. I'm going Kyle Pitts. I knew it. I had a feeling. It's just that I like the pick. I like the pick. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Pitts is just a unicorn of a player. I feel like you can't really pass out. If if they if the Falcons aren't picking him here, he's definitely going to go number five. I feel like there's no way. Oh, hundred percent. I don't know. Like Julio Jones, he, he he's right. going to be one of the best no matter what, right? But he's been kind of inconsistently with injuries. I know it's not his fault, but he can Kyle Pitts kind of fill that void a little bit if it happens again. Yeah, yeah. He's just he's a monster. That he's offense will be scary. Oh man, he there's so many great things I can say about him. All right, Mike, with the Bengals right. pick, who are you taking right here? This if you're the pick, Bengals. All right, all right, Joe Burrow. This is I'm talking to you right now. You don't <laughs> need a wide receiver at this pick. You want another torn ACL? I don't think so. You you're need protection, dude. You might have you might have wide receivers open, but if you can't get them the ball, there's what what's the point of having all those wide receivers without an offensive line? With all that saying, this pick. It hurts as a Chargers fan because I would love to see this guy with Justin Herbert. But Panay Sewell to the Bengals at number five. I love that pick so much. There are so many people's different mock draft boards where they have a wide receiver. But I don't think people understand that Joe Burrow tore his ACL, right? If they don't draft somebody right here, it's going to happen again and again and again. Yeah, then they didn't do anything in the You can always get a wide receiver in the second round. Yeah, they didn't true, do anything true. In the off season. So, like, I I don't know. They have T. Higgins. They have Tyler Boyd. That's and Joe Mixon. Like, your offense is already stacked. Yeah, it's it's pretty. And getting an all line helps the running back and the wide receivers do more plays too. So, it's all yeah. win win. I feel like this number six pick that you're about to get, Tyler. This one, this is going to be where it's. I feel like we're going to start drifting because then after that it's not as predictable i feel like huh yeah true i mean so i mean with every selection i made in this mock draft it's all based off the needs of a team who i think will actually happen even though i would have picked somebody else but i think this is what's generally going to happen i definitely think they, they don't really have many holes on this team the dolphins i mean maybe you go offensive lineman or an edge rusher right but their corners are stacked their offensive line is pretty great. They have Tua. They're all in on him. So I'm going to give him a weapon. I'm going with Jamar Chase from LSU. Oh, I like that. I I like that. I'm surprised you didn't go Devonta Smith, uh, but I like Jamar Chase. I was Jamar going Chase to, is way better. Yeah, I think Jamar Chase, the separation that he has, I mean, keep in mind, he's LSU. He's putting up these numbers against the top people, like the top dogs in all of college football. And he's killing. I mean, Devontae Smith is too. Don't get me wrong, but man, Jamar Chase. When he, if you watch his film, he dusts everybody. He's such a great route runner, and he's strong and tall. He, he's amazing. Yeah. All right. Because now we're at pick number seven, the Detroit Lions. We all know what happened in the offseason. Matthew Stafford to the Rams, Jared Goff to the Lions, and. Uh, this boy has no weapons whatsoever on his team. They definitely need wide receiver. They need corner. That's for sure. They need offensive tackle, the quarterback, even though that they, they traded for 
Jared Goff and got two first round picks out of it. I feel like they still need a quarterback. They just this team is needs so much shit. Oh shit. Oh, I don't know if we're cussing or not, but I guess <laughs> I guess we are. Um, but but at number seven, I I don't know. This this one's tough. I originally had them going with the wide receiver. Um but I think I'm oh shit, I don't know. I, I'm gonna I'm still gonna go wide receiver. I'm gonna go Devonta Smith, even though Justin Fields is still on the board. I feel like they still need weapons and they should I feel like they could give um Jared Goff another just one year to test it out because they still need to build around him and there's no way he's gonna just throw to Tyrell Williams and I don't even know who's behind him on the depth chart that's like they have nobody yeah they're bad So I'm gonna go Devonta Smith I like this move I like this move a lot that was actually really smart I I thought you're gonna go Justin Fields just because like the value that he's there and that you could put him there and he can like learn basically yeah it's just it was just tough because I could totally see them doing it but I feel like they need more things than a quarterback Jared Goff is he's He's all right. I don't know okay. if he has good players around him, then I feel like he could do better. I also um, can't tell if he's good or not because we all know Sean McVay brought the best out of him, right? We haven't seen him without. He, he was okay yeah. with him. I don't know if he's going to do great. I hope I'm rooting for him, but can you imagine? Yeah, do you imagine you live in LA for four years and you have to go to Detroit? That's rough. <laughs> yeah, there's like this, there's this meme of him saying, "Oh yeah, my first night out in Detroit was like very eye opening," and it's like, yeah, <laughs> Detroit, LA to Detroit, that's a that's a big difference. And he's a California boy, so he went to Cal State too. <laughs> so he's in California. All right, Tyler, what what you got with this number eight pick? All right, so with number eight, as a Jets fan, we traded Sam Darnold over, right? And I'm stoked for him. I, I'm stoked for. It was great for us and great for him. But when you, you have all the weapons there, like you have DJ Moore, man. I mean, you have Robbie Anderson. You're connecting them back. You have Christian McCaffrey. So I, they need a franchise left tackle here. So I'm going with Rayshon Slater. Tyler, you're hurting me. You're hurting me. <laughs> I know, I know. I, want the I like Chargers, the pick. But it, it, it's the best value. And I think he's the next best offensive lineman by far just because he's a he, he, all, he broke all the records too. Like lifting wise yeah. and stuff, he'll be awesome. Dude's a beast. He's he's athletic. He even said he does. He wants to. He can play guard if he needs to. So it's just kind of nice having that versatility and alignment. Uh, but they definitely do need a left tackle. Russell Kung is a free agent now, and he was trashed anyways. So yeah, great pick. I like it. Um, so they can number nine for playoffs too. Yeah. Oh, sorry, continue. The, continue. The freaking. Number nine, we are seeing Justin Fields drop. And I Ooh. feel like uh, they have a new general manager. It's it's not it's no longer uh what's his face, Joe Elway. So I feel like this new general manager kind of wants to put a stamp on the team. You know, they've got all these weapons, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant, Melvin Gordon, their O-line is okay. But I feel like now that you see these these quarterbacks dropping, I feel like you gotta you gotta just shoot your shot. Number nine, I'm going Justin Fields to the Broncos. 
It's a very, very good pick. It's a very sneaky pick, too. Yeah. Because, like you I, said, like, the I weapons I like, have are crazy. Yeah. I, like, had him, like, originally, like, going with a cornerback just to – because they're in a division with Patrick Mahomes and freaking Justin Herbert. So, they just got Kyle Fuller, but they – if they got a cornerback, that would be stacked just to – with that already good defense. But quarterback, I feel like that's the right move. I think it's a great move too, because I mean, you could give a put a corner in that spot, but at the same time, you have Kyle Fuller for that one year, and you could address the corner next year's draft or free agency or whatever. But Justin Fields, man, yeah. he's sitting there. If I'm a GM, I'm, I'm shooting my shot too. Yeah, definitely. All right, Tyler, number ten. Now with Dallas Cowboys Cowgirls. pick. Dallas. <laughs> oh, that that's very accurate. Um. So basically, I had some fun with this pick. I kind of range it at different scenarios. Obviously, their offense is absolutely stacked. So I'm definitely going to have to go with – I'm because you could do edge rush or you could do a corner or safety, but they just got assigned to safety. So I'm going to go with – it's kind of t- – I, I had there was a person that fell that I was expecting to fall. I, I was going to switch it, but I'm definitely going with Patrick Sertan out of Alabama. He's by that's, far the best corner in the pick. draft, in my opinion. And what he his pro comp is basically Marlon Humphrey, who's a stud on the Baltimore Ravens anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it. They definitely – their defense was so well, bad. It's going to still be really bad too. But at least they're starting in the <laughs> right direction. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Jones, you got to fix your defense. Yeah, I mean, I know boy. offense has been entertaining, but guess what? Defense is too, bud. Yep. All right. Pick number 11. I think I know where you're going New with York this. football giants. Oh, this, this, the two needs that kind of popped out for me were wide receiver and offensive tackle. And I don't know. I just feel like last year they used the pick on Andrew Thomas in the fourth uh, fourth overall pick. But I feel like Christian Derisaw, I feel like that's kind of a reach at this pick. Um, but I think adding Jalen Waddle to the mix with already a really good wide receiving core with Sterling, Sterling Shepard and Kenny Galladay, I feel like someone to take the top over off the defense – would be pretty crazy. And hopefully, hopefully, Daniel, Daniel Jones will take that next jump as an NFL quarterback. Wow, Jalen Waddle. I, I, I thought you were going to go Mikai um, Parsons just because our linebackers are like kind of mid. But I, I like the pick a lot. Because if you draft Jalen Waddle and oh, your team sucks still, geez, that, that's rough. Yeah. I, I just think they need to just stack it around uh, Daniel Jones and just put the pressure on him. They already got Kenny Galladay. They have Saquon Barkley. Their offensive line needs help still, but I I don't know. I feel like now that he has the weapons, he should just be able to get the ball to him. Yeah, and plus you can draft. Like, There's a lot of offensive linemen in this draft. I mean, the depth is not crazy, but you can go second round and fix it too. Yeah. So I, I like the pick. Jalen Wall is a great Great pick. People assume just because he got hurt that he wouldn't be worthy of this kind of stature for picks, but I think he's worth it. Definitely. All right, for number 12. 
this one, the picks you made kind of changed my order a little bit, but I think I'm still going to hit the right direction because you could go off based off team needs or basically who falls to you, right? Yeah. And I still think, so last year they picked Jalen Rager. I don't know why they picked him. They could have picked Justin Jefferson and they would have been studs, but for anyway, um, the next best like wide receiver on my board that I would like pick at this spot. I, I it might be too high though. Wait, give me a second. I'm gonna... <laughs> it's it's hard because like this is the first one like that like was different than all the other ones. I'm gonna have to go with. I'm just gonna throw it out there. I'm gonna go with um Terrence Marshall. I think he's amazing out of LSU. Oh, I like that. I like it, Tyler. Because he's a. I mean, he. I like. He's like six two. I forget his like metrics, but he's super fast. I mean, he he's taller. He can moss people. I mean, he beats one on man one on one coverage all the time. I mean, LSU wasn't what they were last year, but man, this guy he he was really great this year. And they definitely yeah. need wide receiver help. I mean, they have they need a lot of help, but that that's one of the throwing because you have Jalen Hurts and he needs the weapons. Yeah, definitely. They got Jalen Rigger last year. He hasn't really panned out so far. And that's about it. That's like and Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz, but they're trying to trade Zach Ertz. So I don't even know. And Miles Sanders, but yeah. well, they're not trading Miles Sanders, but they have him. Oh, my Chargers. It's your Chargers. What, what, what are we going to do? What are we <laughs> going to do? So we there's, I, there's, there's only two directions that we could go with this pick. Left tackle or cornerback, and the the as you can see from our draft <laughs> board over here, we had Panesu going to the Bengals at number five, Rayshon Slater going to the Panthers at number eight, and that leaves us with we got so we're gonna go to offensive tackle. We got Christian Dersaw. He's still on there. He's pretty good. And then we got Elijah Vera Tucker. I know it says inside lineman, but he's very versatile and he can probably play offensive lineman uh, or offensive tackle. And then we got cornerback. We got JC Horn, which I think is a, I think he's a beast. He's gone against so many good college wide receivers. Oh, this is a tough pick. As a t- I agree on the uh, JC Horn. Is a stud. I I think, as you can see in the off season, what the Chargers have done, they just pretty much rebuilt the whole offensive line. I think they they're gonna shoot their shot with Christian Darrisaw, offensive tackle for Virginia Tech. Hell yeah, that's how that's my draft. I have him going to. Yeah, that the Chargers. I feel like it's just because I like them so much. I could see them going cornerback as well, but I think they just have to complete that offensive line oh a hundred percent you have justin herbert who is just excelling at rapid rates because he's so he just like everybody doubted him you know i mean again i mean when i was watching film on him last year i didn't think he was like that great but after seeing it man everybody was wrong and i it was awesome to see he broke like every freaking record for a rookie qb so impressive the one thing that does scare me though is that they have, we have Patrick Mahomes in our division, 
And yeah, that's all I have to say. And apparently Justin Fields too. <laughs> yeah, now Justin um, Fields and Derek Carr. I mean, your your team's looking your team's a lot more talented. I would say definitely outside of actually even more talented the Chiefs now with no they have no offensive linemen. Yeah, true. So I mean you got it's looking good. Now, this is one of my favorite picks that I got besides the Jets, you know. One of my favorite picks I got to pick because one of their needs is this position. I mean, they could go many different routes. I mean, they still have Kirk Cousins on that contract, but I'm giving them Mac Jones because I think he's going to oh, sit behind there. They already have the weapons. It's a, a shot in the dark, but it's perfect. He, they fall to his lap. He's, I, he's overrated a little bit, but he's still a great prospect nonetheless. The best QB on the board. And then after this, like it's, it's a drop between QBs. And I think he's going to learn behind. He's going to have Adam Thielen. He's going to have Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, assuming they're all healthy, you know, after this next year. And he can just sit behind and learn. He processes very well. So I think it's a great pick. All right, Tyler, I got a question for you. Did it also yes, help that this is the pick before the Patriots? Well, a magician never reveals his secrets, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, but I was generally like looking at it and seeing like what people would do. And I, I think this is a great move. I mean, I also have yeah the New England Patriots on my draft board taking a QB as well. All right. So now we're on the Tyler's favorite team, the New England Patriots. You know, big Bill Belichick did a lot of moves this offseason. Oh he got Hunter Henry. You got Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, John New Smith. You got uh, Matt Judon. He he went to town, but you know they still got Cam Newton up there. And I feel like what what quarterbacks we still see now with the quarterbacks. I feel like we're kind of drifting into second, third round pick quarterbacks. Like they're not first round quarterbacks. I feel like all the first round talent pretty much went off the board maybe davis mills later in the first round but at 15 that's way too early in my opinion yeah that quarterback drop off was pretty big after mac jones yeah and then now wide receiver see the wide receiver this is i feel like if you reach for any of these oh this is this is a tough pick now because i i was thinking quarterback but they could also go cornerback true there's been rumors about Stefan Gilmore being traded in the offseason and they still have JC Jackson. So I mean, if they do draft Stefan Gilmore's replacement, that's a good pick as well. And their linebackers are already stacked. Michael Parsons is dropping like far. Yeah, but crazy he's still here. Yeah. Oh, uh, and you don't know what Bill Belichick will do with his pick. Yeah, you don't know if they could also up, go offensive back. line. That's true. I definitely think that's a smart move too. Because I don't know if his uh, mindset is, "Hey, we got to win now this season," or it's going to be preserve a little bit, take a QB at this spot, and then we'll address the situation later. You know what? I'm I'm going with Elijah Vera Tucker from USC. It's pretty versatile. They've lost some people on the offensive I like line. It. I'm going with that pick. Oh, shit. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> All right, I just scrapped it, Tyler. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. 
<laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. All right, Tyler, number 16. Arizona Cardinals. Okay, number 16. So I look at this team, right? And they made a lot of big boy moves this offseason, right? I mean, they got AJ Green. Not so sure about him yet, but they also got um, the center from Raiders. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jackson? Is that him? Or. Is that no, the one they traded to the Seahawks? Dang, what's, oh, yeah, that is the one he traded to the Seahawks. I forget his name. It's like something Hudson. Oh, Rodney uh, Hudson. Rodney Hudson, thank you. So they got him. Their all line's pretty much set. Like You can go all offensive line if you want, but it's not going to really help them in the long run. So I think they desperately need a corner. That's like one of the big spots they need, and I'm going to go with um, cornerback Caleb Farley. Caleb Farley. I really, really like him. Right, I know JC so Horn's on the you... board, Greg Newsom, but Caleb Farley, I mean, because he doesn't have to really start right away because there you have um I can't think of the cornerback they signed for one year, but he's pretty great. Oh, Malcolm Butler. Yeah. Yeah. So for you. For you people listening, I messed up the draft board and I accidentally had the Cardinals drafting someone else. <laughs> so we're, we're just going to roll with it. It was just an honest so, misclick. Caleb, <laughs> Caleb Farley is off the board. Now we're at the Oakland Raid Turds. <laughs> this one, they need so many and things. This, I'm curious what you're going to do. Yeah, this this team, I don't even know what they're doing. Hey, They've had so much draft capital from Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper, and With they it. have done absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I have no idea what they're going to, they need offensive linemen because they traded like all their offensive linemen in the offseason or released them. Their defense is actually pretty bad, but they added unique and got. In Gakwe, so they have a pass rush now with Max Crosby and then Cleveland Farrell, the formal former number four overall pick. Oh, uh, I think this pick, this actually kind of makes sense. I'm gonna go Micah Parsons to the Raiders. I like it. I like it. That's a great pick. It's a great value. I had a linebacker going to them too. Because I don't know. I think. Because they're, I mean, their yeah. defense is so bad. And they draft that one corner, we'll see if he pans out. But linebacker was a huge need. I mean, their whole team needs it in need everywhere, yeah. but it's a good start. The Raiders need it pretty much across the board. Yeah. All right. So basically, for the Miami Dolphins pick, right? Having a little fun here. They don't need a whole lot, like I said before. So I'm going with running back, G. Harris. Alabama. Ooh. He is a certified stud. And if you pair him with like I said, wide receiver Jamar Chase, man, you have a you have a stellar offense. You have Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, Jamar Chase, and you have the Jay Harris in the back. And then you have I mean, if Tua doesn't succeed this year, then he's never going to. <laughs> so he, he has oh, a stack. I, Never mind division. Like you could go defense, uh, but the so defense num- is stacked. Yeah, the the Dolphins, Tua needed help with weapons. They only had Devontae Parker and Mike Kosicki, and they wait and Mike Kosicki, yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, that team's going to be pretty, hopefully not, but pretty good. And Will Fuller. Yeah, that would be a good yeah, team. Yeah, fuck... <laughs> that would be a good team. So now we're looking at the Washington football team at number 19. This team, they're they're pretty complete. They had a good offseason. They got mm-hmm. Terry McLaurin, that number two buddy, and then they got Adam Humphreys as well. They got Ryan Fitzpatrick. Their defense was already stacked. That defensive line is crazy, full of first-round picks. The cornerbacks could use some help a little bit. I think they let some of them walk. Their safeties, they have that uh, curl that they drafted last year and Landon Collins. I feel like that's oh, yeah. pretty solid. So I think it's – for me here, it's between cornerback or offensive lineman. So I think I'm going to go J.C. Horn to the Washington football team. I like it. I like it. Yeah, they definitely needed another corner, I think, because their D-line is so good that they create pressure, but their corners – if you have good corners too, it just makes it that much easier. Yeah. That team, that team's gonna be scary. I think they're gonna be scary. Team is scary. I mean, you have the Giants that made some great moves, and then you have Washington Football Team, who I think are my favorites for that division. It's because of the most oh, complete. For sure. Plus, you have Cameron McLaurin sure. with an actual quarterback. You know, yeah. no offense <laughs> to the other quarterbacks, but there's not much learning. Yeah, they're. I don't. Yeah. They're just – they're looking good. I, I actually really like the team, Ron Rivera. He's hes captaining that ship in the right direction after all the drama they endured last year with all the ownership and the name changing. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, they're turning in the right direction, surprisingly. Yeah. All right, Tyler, who you got? This number 20. Now for the viewers at home – or listeners, I should say. Um, the Bears are my dad's team, so I put a lot of thought into this. He might be really happy, but I was looking at the offense, right? They have Allen Robinson, they have Darnell Mooney, and they have David Montgomery, right? And Andy Dolan. I don't know why they signed him. But they have the offense stacked. So I think since they lost Cal Fuller, they're going to go with a corner this round, right? So basically, I'm going with cornerback Greg Newsom. Ooh, I like it. The definite need. I mean, their defense is always great, but that was a huge hole at corner that they that just left, and their offense is pretty good. I mean, it's basically yeah. a win now team. So I think they get this. They got oh, their back for covered. Sure. For sure. All right. The next pick, the Indianapolis Colts at number twenty-one. The Colts are pretty complete. They got Carson Wentz in the offseason. They retained T.Y. Hilton. They re-signed Xavier Rhodes. They have uh, DeForest Buckner on the defensive line. They lost uh, Anthony Costanzo at their left tackle yeah. or right tackle. I don't know. And then – so that's that's one of the holes on the offensive line. But I don't think it's – for me, and then – they could also use some edge rushers. For me, it's between offensive linemen or edge. I like the move. I, ooh, what, my question is, what edge rusher are you going to pick, though? This is the first edge rusher off the board. Yeah. 
Yeah, this this draft class, I feel like, is lacking a little bit in, in edge rushers. I feel like there's some maybe stars in the later rounds, but first-round talent, I feel like mm. it's lacking a little bit. But Jalen Phillips very, is the only one that really comes to They're very de- developmental this year, I would say, compared to last year's. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, but I'm gonna go Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State. Ooh, to fill that hill by Anthony Costanzo. I like that pick. Get Carson Wentz next year, you know, bodyguard, so that he can thrive. I like that. Pick. Yeah, That's a good just pick. just keep that keep that O line solidified. It's already their strength. Just just make it stronger, I guess. I love that pick. So for the Titans, this one was kind of one of the more trickier picks, I would say, just of a standpoint, like, because their offense, I mean, they could use a wide receiver because Corey Davis left, but they could also address that later in the draft. But their defense needs a lot of work. Like when I saw last year, their defense was pretty bad. And I mean, you can go corner or whatever, right? But I think they need help in the edge rusher department because they were not getting the quarterback at all. So I'm going with, I don't even know how you freaking say his name, but I think he's the best edge rusher in the draft from when I was studying everybody. But I think it's a Z all, I'm not even going to try it. I'm going to butcher it. But you see it on the board. It's, um, it's a Z Algerari of Georgia. He's really, really Pay great. I mean, his hand, I mean, when he goes after, see, when I look at edge rushers, I look at how they prepare themselves going against, you know, the left tackle, right tackle, whatever. He's going against some serious competition like Alabama. He had a great game. And he just he was incredible getting past everybody, creating pressure, and it was just him most of the time. I like it. I like it. All right, Tyler. I'm very curious. Number number 23, your New York J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Looks, yeah. All right. So the Jets got Robert Sala, new defensive coordinator, or def- well, he's the head coach now, defensive coordinator from 49ers. Ooh, I definitely see them going defense this this pick. Offense, the only the only thing I could see them maybe doing is another offensive lineman, but I feel like a lot of them are off the board at this pick. I'm gonna go. Cornerback. I don't know. This pick is hard now. There's a lot of people off the board. Trembling in my boots right now. I'm curious who I'm going to pick. Oof. It could go edge rushers too. There's so many options I feel like at this pick. It's just, I feel like it's whoever you like the most if you're Joe Douglas. He's just like, oh, I like that guy. I'm going to pick that guy. Uh, true, true. I mean, it's basically best available, I feel like. Yeah. This is hard. I'm going to do it. Jalen Phillips <laughs> the New York Jets. I can hear the wheels like, turning, too. Could... I like it. <laughs> Quinn Williams, uh, what was that other guy? Carl Lawson. 
Oh, yep, yep. For Carl Lawson, who's a stud. We got Jalen oh, Phillips. You... I think it's Sala a good going to do that 49ers recipe with building the defensive line. And I think we that, definitely have a head start. Be... I, I could see you going corner. The, the other pick I was kind of like looking at was Asante Samuel. But I don't know. I feel like it's too edge high. rusher could. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. So I was thinking we definitely need either offensive lineman or a corner. I liked edge too because we could definitely use it just in case. It's a 4-3 system, so it'll take some time to like gel, I guess. Having another yeah. edge rusher in like, the developments really helps. I was just thinking like the hey, 49ers, good. what they did with their defensive line. I was like, Robert Sala came from the 49ers. I, I mean, know. he was kind of the key compartment my... in that too. Yeah. So it's nice to kind of have him All on right. our side. Number 24, Tyler. Give it to me. Number 24. I They, they had some holes that kind of left this offseason. I mean, they, re, they retained Juju Smith-Schuster, so the wide receivers are still awesome. Running back, you could definitely have gone in this spot, but, I mean, they're still good on running back. They developed them so quick. So, I mean – the biggest loss they had was Bud Dupree at linebacker, and he was their edge rusher. So I have them taking another linebacker who's very versatile. His name is Nick Bolton. He comes screaming off the edges all the time. He's very underrated, I think. Now, you could say, Tyler, isn't he kind of, you know, how you say, uh, drafted too high? I'd say yes. It could be a reach, but I also love the pick and that they're going to develop him because keep in mind, he's going to the Steelers, and it develop everybody very well especially edge rushers, and they have um, TJ Watt there, and he can win from him too. I mean, I think it's just a match made in heaven. Yeah, for sure. For sure. These these later round picks, I feel like these are the hard ones. Yeah, they are hard. So at 25, I've got the Jacksonville Jaguars with their second first-round pick from the Jalen Ramsey trade. All right, let's, let's see what we got here. They've they addressed the the secondary pretty well in uh free agency. They got Shaq Griffin, they got uh Rayshon Jenkins from my Chargers. I feel like they're building the secondary, but then they only have they have Josh Allen and Miles Jack. Miles Jack is at linebacker. And then their offensive line also needs some help. So it's also one of those picks that I feel like you could go anywhere you desire. Pretty but much. The offensive line. The offensive linemen at this point in the draft, I feel like, are too high for a first round talent. Or they're 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 not first round talent. And then the edge rushers, edge rushers are very enticing. Oof. I think I might go with another Miami defensive lineman here, Gregory Rousseau. Might be a bit, a bit of a reach, but dude's a beast. He had 15 and a half sacks last year. And yeah, he was a Comparing beast. Comparing him with Josh Allen, that's going to be 
that's going to be a good – just make that defensive line that much better. They they got cornerback last year in the draft, and they've been addressing the secondary. To make your secondary better, you got to get that pass rush. I think I think they go edge rusher here with Gregory Rousseau. I think it's a really good pick, actually. Yeah, because, I mean, from off of Josh Allen, you have that defensive line front. I mean, this team's going to be rebuilding for the next two years anyway. So oh, might as well get sure. the – wheels turning for this one because if you have a person that's developmental but i mean if, if you think about it he's probably not going to make it to second round so oh, i think it's a yeah. great move because i really like the pick uh tyler who you now, got for, number 26 so the browns they literally have no holes whatsoever i mean i guess you can go linebacker or like maybe like free safety but their corners are absolutely insane. But see, I I think something is going to happen. I don't think they're going to keep Odell Beckham Jr. I definitely think they're going to trade him. I, I think they're going to trade him. I don't think he's going to be there. I, I, I can see it. I, I definitely see it. But, like, I feel like they would have done it by now, don't you think? Well, I would. That's what I thought. But in the draft, all the big trades happened in the draft. Like, last year, Stefan Diggs was traded. Like on draft night, gotcha. so I, I think another scenario could happen like that. I'm not saying it's. I I have a gut feeling that he's not going to be there, so I have him drafting a okay. replacement, and I think they're going to go okay. Randell Moore. Randell Moore, Ooh. he is a little shorter, like but he is fast. He he's basically a, a little bit shorter Tyree Kill, but he can make every catch. I mean, if you have a six-foot corner on him, I've seen him like in actual competition that he's thrived in that, and he can win one-on-ones. I mean, he is going to be a rookie, obviously, but you have Jarvis Landry there. In fact, when Odell Beckham left, they did their offense did a lot better. Not saying that's the off or um, Odell Beckham's fault. It's not. I think it's the offensive coordinator and what they had going originally, and just like how Baker Mayfield, who he goes to. Yeah, I guess the real question is with this guy is. Can Baker Mayfield <laughs> throw it to him? Will he overshoot him or not? That's true. That's <laughs> a very good I, point. I, I believe in Baker Mayfield. I think he'll do great. So, I think that I like Odo it. Beckham and them was a bad marriage, you know? I think he should go somewhere else. I, I think that's what's going to happen. Because I hear talks about trading, but you never know. All right. Number 27, Baltimore Ravens. This team, is their defense is pretty stacked. They lost Matthew Matthew Judon, but like they still have Clarius Campbell. Uh, I don't. They have they they have a bunch of nobodies on that defensive line though, and they always get it done for some some reason. Uh, I feel like the you just gotta build around your quarterback here. I like Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. He's he's not the tallest. He's pretty quick. He ran he ran like a four three. He has great separation from the defender. Just pairing him up with Marquise Goodwin, uh, Sammy Watkins now, and Mark Andrews. Uh, Lamar Jackson has weapons now. Like <laughs> yeah, he does. He's, he can throw it to him. I like this pick a lot. I mean, this is a great weapon for Lamar Jackson. My favorite running back. I'm and I'm just kidding. All jokes aside, I think he's a great quarterback. I think he needs yeah. some work, but 
I think he he's I mean, I know he's MVP, but giving him Rush Bateman on that to pair with Sammy Watkins and um uh, Marquise Brown, I think it's a good like little trio. Oh, I oh, said Marquise Mark Goodwin. Andrews is there too. <laughs> I just realized I said Marquise, Marquise Goodwin. Good. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't oh, well. gonna you know say anything. I, I I I'm sure everybody knew what you meant. Yeah, uh, I knew what I meant. <laughs> uh, I know what you meant number too. Number the New York New Orleans Saints. So with this pick, I mean, you lose Drew Brees, you lose Emmanuel Sanders. That offense is looking awful janky, right? I mean, because their defense is is good still. They have a lot of playmakers. So I mean, I guess I'm shooting kind of the dark again. I really, really like Elijah Moore with this pick. I definitely think they need a second wide receiver in the development. I think Elijah Moore is crazy good. Like I, so I was watching this YouTube video and it was like a um, this guy mentioned him and I looked up like film on him and he he creates separation. He's amazing. Like he goes again. I mean, the competition isn't like Alabama or anybody, but he's if you can develop him, he's going to be awesome. Yeah, I like it. Jameis Winston needs another weapon. I mean, he didn't do that much in Tampa Bay with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, but I feel like under Sean Payton's offense, he's I think he could he could go lights out, but those interceptions. I think he could too. I think Sean Payton would definitely help him with plays wise with that. Oh yeah. All right. We'll be Green got- Bay Packers. I don't know. <laughs> this one's this one's tough. This one's tough. We all thought they were going wide receiver last year, but you know, they love Jordan Love. Uh, yeah, I... Maybe another quarterback. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> That'd be so funny. Uh, but I think for me here, it's either linebacker or wide receiver. The wide receivers, Curtis. Kadarius Tooney, he's pretty good, but I feel like that's kind of a reach. Uh, maybe not. Yeah, I don't, I don't think know. For him, it's not. After him, it's a drop. Yeah. But also, linebacker Zavin Collins from Tulsa. He's been rising on a lot of people's draft boards and mock drafts I've seen recently. True. They, their, their run defense was horrible last year. And I guess their new defensive coordinator. I forget what his name is. The linebacker play is pretty important. And there's also Jeremy. I haven't done too much on him. I tell you, I'm going to need your help on this one. And, what, 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 what are you thinking? So Jeremiah, he's he was um, – I had him drafted above. I had him originally going to the um, Raiders because you he's a linebacker, but you can move him at, free, or at safety too. So he's a very versatile player, and I think he's a really great pick. If you're going to go linebacker, because he's kind of the linebacker's last safety and he covers a lot of ground. So I like him a lot. I mean, I have him going wide receiver too. But you also yeah. you also don't know what's going to happen. And we've been burning through his wide receivers too. Um, I know. we. Uh, let's, let's count how many we got. How many do we, we got? One, two, one. Let's see, three, four, uh, five, six, seven, <laughs> eight, eight. Jeez, dude. We got yeah, <laughs> we, we in the first. 
Uh, let's not go wide receiver here. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with uh, Jeremiah Asua. Yeah, from Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, his, he kind of has a walkie name, too. It's like Jeremiah Asuwu Karamar. I don't know, dude. I, I just I apparently don't know English. That's not English. <laughs> oh, it's the, yeah, I know, but I can't a... read it for shiz. No, no, you're a great player, right. by the way. I know your name. I respect you. <laughs> I just don't know your name. <laughs> um, okay, Tyler. So for number 30, now I was thinking what their team needs are, right? All bias aside, to make them a better team. And I couldn't help but their edge rushers kind of suck ass. Not going to lie. If their corners are great, their linebackers aren't bad. So I have them taking edge rusher. Wait, do we have them still? Let me see. Oh no, we don't. But I did my second best edge rusher that I think's pretty great is um Katie Payne out of uh, Michigan. He's pretty insane. Like he just he's a powerhouse, man. He's like an interior lineman and he just goes through everybody. He's kind of like an Eric Donald type. Not like comparing him. I'm just saying, like, he just causes havoc in the middle and He's a great run stopper. I like it. They do need help on the edge. They, that defense, they were already pretty good, but I mean, they needed some yeah, it seemed a little like, bit more help. Yeah, I mean, their defense is great the year before. But I don't know what happened. I guess it was the edge rusher. But their offense took off. So, I mean, it was a pretty complete team. Still is. Yeah. Oh. Uh, for some reason, in this draft, I picked all the Chargers division rivals. <laughs> I had the Broncos, the Raiders, and the Chiefs, and as and the Chargers. So I guess they're all odd picks. Yeah, I got Bills uh, and Dolphins. Chiefs. The Chiefs. What? They? We all know they need <laughs> offensive linemen. Yeah. And now, it is what offensive linemen. And this is where I go to my notes. <laughs> yeah, because I was thinking, too, like, they need offensive line more than anything in the world because they got Joe Thunley, but outside of him, there's nobody. Like, just nobody. Yeah. And even, like, try to re-sign them for, like, one-year deals either. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. All those contracts are kicking in, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we, we all kind of saw we didn't know how they're going to do it past this offseason or last season. But, man, I mean, in the Super Bowl, too, I mean, their offensive line was pretty bad anyway. Yeah. So, I'm going to go. Now, here, it's whoever Brett Veach and Andy Reid are feeling at this pick. Because, you know, last year, a lot of people had – Clyde Edwards Hilaire like behind at least I did uh, uh, DeAndre Swift so I feel like they could go any direction with offensive tackle or offensive lineman I'm gonna go with Sam Cosme from Texas I like it I like it I mean really any offensive help will just help no matter what so Huge upgrade right there. Yeah. If I could have picked a quarterback at that pick, I would have. <laughs> just to make them worse. <laughs> but I'm doing an accurate draft here. 
I like I, I, I didn't want to give Miami or Bills anything good, but I put bias aside. Yeah. Dude, I, if I had the choice of giving right. like the Bills like a, a person like randomly, I'd give them a kicker. <laughs> That's how bad. Uh, All right, so for this last is definitely on the rise though. Oh dude, my jets are looking decent. I'm not gonna say anything yet. I mean Zach Wilson in the house, let's go. Um, but yeah, this is just stacked division. I mean, I don't know how we're gonna benefit and be like division leaders, but same with your division too. Yeah, division's awfully stacked as well. But for this last pick, this team is probably the most complete team in the NFL. I'm not even kidding. They have no weaknesses at all at anywhere. Like last year, I thought their corners were gonna be bad. They thrived, thrived. So I got them going QB here. Little, a little switching it up. I have him going Kellen Mond out of Texas A&M. Basically, he's a stiffer, or stiffer version of like. He's basically like it's kind of hard to give him a comp, but he's basically a stiffer. Um, yeah, I blanked out on the name. <laughs> um, dude, I had it in my fucking head too. Great time kinda to gives brain me, fart. Um, kind of gives me Dak Prescott vibes. Oh, Colin Kaepernick. He's I a stiffer Colin close. Kaepernick. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. True, true. Because if you see him run, like he he throws the deep balls perfectly. He run. He can run out of the pocket, but he's just stiff. Like he doesn't like move around. He's not really flexible. He kind of just sits there, and you can definitely coach that out of him. And he, if he sits behind Tom Brady or somebody like that, then he can go off. I like it. That. That pick, I don't know what they're going to do. That team is stacked. That team is stacked. All right. Let's 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 go through this and analyze each pick. And, like, let's see what, what we kind of reached on. What was a good pick? What was, like, what – let's just, let's just give ourselves a grade, kind of. Yeah, so, I mean, for All these right. first five, I think we did pretty great, not going to lie. Yeah, I feel like that's like what is gonna be. The only thing I can see is number three could be Justin Fields yeah. and Mac Jones. Like, but Trey Lance, I think, I think he has more potential than the other two. A hundred percent. He went what? What was his like winning record? It was like, you they went like sixteen or whatever. I mean, seasons they only lost once in like the two years he was there. And he's he's a yeah. certified winner. I mean, Justin Fields is a certified winner too, but I just think Mac Jones is a smokescreen at this point to like get who they really want. And no, nobody's going to trade up and get from. I don't even know why there's a smokescreen, but yeah, I think Trey Lance is the pick there too. I thought they're going to go Justin yeah, Fields for sure. Our first five picks. I think we did pretty good. All right, let's go through six to ten. Now, I think Dolphins' pick is pretty solid. I think Detroit Lions pick yeah. is very solid as well. Panthers pick versus John Slater. I mean, the Panthers are a playoff team, technically. I mean, their defense could do a little more work, but their offense with Joe Brady and Sam Darnold, if he pans out, hopefully, they'll be really, really, really good. And that division's not that hard. Besides, like, Tampa Bay and yeah. Saints, but you never know what that division. Everybody's like, there's always a new top dog there. And then... Yeah, I think... I think all these picks were pretty solid. I could maybe the Lions, I could see them going somewhere else. I could see them going Michael Parsons here or I don't know. 
I, on my Mac draft, I put so, um, Justin Fields there just because he fell. Yeah. Yeah, I could see Justin Fields going there as well. But I just feel like they – I don't know. Justin Fields, like, he's going to be going to a bad team. Like, if the Lions think they're going to do bad this year, they might as well just build for the future. Or, like, I don't even know. Because uh, I guess if you get a quarterback, you're kind of building for the future. But if you think you're going to do worse this coming year and could – be in contention for the number one overall pick, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but the quarterbacks after this draft class are, it's a pretty downhill. Like yeah. All the great ones are stacked. So in I this could one. see them going in. Yeah. This, this draft class is overall That's... just super stacked anyway. Yeah. I, I also like the number 10 pick, the cornerback, Patrick Sertan from Alabama. That was a good one, Tyler. Hey, thank you, thank you. I also I like the Justin Fields to Denver Broncos too. That was a really good because their weapons are gonna be thank insane you. if he like pans out. Yeah, I feel bad for Drew Locke, but <laughs> that's the NFL for you, bud. Yeah, sorry, my man, you're not doing too great. And I love the Giants. All pick right, too. eleven to fifteen. I love that pick. What we got? The Giants pick the Jalen Waddle. I like that a lot, just because like that offense is even more deadly. Might be too many weapons if that's such a thing, but at the same time, like if you run Jalen Waddle just up on a straight, like anything, he'll win it most of the time. Yeah. If he pans out, that's that's a, that goes for any of these draft picks if they pan out. And I like it. Then yeah, with your with your Chargers going offensive tackle was brilliant. Because you don't want what happened to Joe Burrow to happen to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll be my nightmare. I want to. I want to hear your your pick on number fourteen. I want to. I want to hear my pick. Sorry about Mac Jones. I'm. I'm very curious. All right, I'll go. I'll go through. I'll go through your picks. I got it. Number twelve, uh, Terrace Marshall. I I like it. I don't know if he'll go that high. Yeah, it's, it's we, awfully high. It might have been a reach. But I, I like it, and they need weapons, and enough said. Uh, <laughs> number 14, Mac Jones to the Vikings. That's the one where it kind of gets me a little bit because I like it, but I feel like I feel like they're so invested in Kirk Cousins for some reason. They are, and that's why I think that – because I looked at his contract deal. He has this year and next year. And I think he's going to fall off eventually. Because he is getting older and he he's not very mobile either. But I thought Mac Jones is there. He's great variety. They don't really need they need priorities on defense, but offensively, if they get that, I mean, I I feel like it's a good pick just because of the values there. Yeah. Kind of yeah, sneaky. I, I liked I liked him. It was sneaky. And then we had 15 with Elijah Vera Tucker to the Patriots. I like that pick a lot. Yeah, it was – the Patriots were kind of a tricky team to draft for just because I feel like they're complete, but they're not complete at the same time. They have a lot of things that yeah. they kind of need help with, but they're also the Patriots that make it everything work with nothing. Yeah, I mean, I hate the Patriots, but this pick <laughs> – like, this was a really smart pick because it puts them in the position to win now rather than later. Basically, you're yeah. just putting everything and to the Cam- season. Yeah, they lost Joe Joe Thunley, so I feel like 
they just they just need to build that offensive line a little bit more. Yeah, they they really do. I mean, it's still good, not great, but they can still definitely work with it. All right, sixteen to twenty. I mean, I don't know what I was doing with Landon Dick- Dickinson either, but that was a good pick. <laughs> <laughs> so we originally had Caleb Farley. That was the Caleb Farley pick. That was the Caleb Farley pick. <laughs> I, know, I saw you that's, click that's it. That's a good pick. I saw you pick it. And I always did the same thing because I didn't realize you can click it so easily. But yeah, yeah I, put, I don't know. <laughs> I, I put corner at that spot because I definitely think they need it. Because their safeties are so stacked right now with Isaiah Simmons and uh, Buda Baker. They're the corner. Uh, Byron Humphrey's pretty great. So, I mean, you know, the corner in there really helps their team. And they're, they're pretty complete standpoint. Like, if they, and they have this a good year, pass rush. Yeah, they're, especially with Chandler Jones back. Man, that, that team's yeah. scary. And J.J. Watt. Um, that team's scary. I hope Kyler Murray then... runs it up. Not actually runs. He needs to throw more, but <laughs> yeah, that, that and then I All liked right. your pick with ba- the Raiders. That was a good pick. For Kai Parsons. Yeah, I he he fell so far. I felt like someone had to grab him. And it just happens to be the Raiders. They need they have a lot of needs, but I guess Bradley with a linebacker like that, I think he could he could do some damage. Yeah, I mean, I, they definitely need building stones to move forward, but that was a great piece to put there because he definitely fell. I got, people had him at the beginning of this like draft class at number like top five, top seven. But there's just so many like new discoveries about different players that he just happened to fall down. Yeah, your Najee Harris pick at number eighteen. I think that's a slam dunk pick with uh, Tua, Tua Najee reuniting. They they wanted to run the ball a lot last year and they ran it with yeah. nobodies, with absolute yeah, nobodies, and they were they were efficient. Because you could have argued Tyler, they have Miles Gaskin, he looked really great. I do think he's great, however, but as a pass catcher, I think they should have their main guy, Najee Harris, run all that workload, and then you have a fresh Miles Gaskin who's not taking those carries and he can have more stamina to make those bigger plays later in the game. Yeah, Miles Gaskin, I feel like is a change of pace back. He was awesome last year, but I think he's just not a number one running back. And yeah. Najee Harris is there. The connection with Tua already, it's... That's what fell into the pick, too, because they're already familiar with each other. So, like, in doubt, he can throw it to him, and he already knows. Yeah. And then number 19. I like this pick a lot. Football team. You made their team even Horn. more stacked. Yeah. That defense, if they have a shutdown corner... Oh boy, that's that's scary. That defense is scary. They have potential to be number one, especially with Chase Young yeah. too. Man, that team. Yeah, yeah. you're not passing on them. You're you're basically just praying that one play will work. Yeah, and they didn't even have that good of cornerbacks last year. They had, I think it's Kendall Fuller. I think they still have Kendall Fuller. He's not. He's pretty good, but I think he's not like a top dog. He's like pairing a number him two. With a true number one. Yeah. True, pairing him with a true number one if JC Horn pans out that way, like we're saying. Um, but yeah, that's the pick. It's a great pick. 
And then my, my dad's bears. I had to go corner on this one too. It, it's a big knee because corners are a very hard position to have that are good, basically. Because corner is such a hard position in the grand scheme of things. Like you have to predict the wide receivers' moves before they even think it. You have to somehow lock them down. And the Bears defense, they have a great like front, you know, defensive line, but their corners, the same logic with the Washington um, football team. If you have a lockdown corner, it makes their job that much easier. And their offense is pretty I their offense is looking good. Besides like Andy Dolan. Yeah. But <laughs> you could have went QB. I with could this, see them but... going could see them going offensive lineman with this pick as well. Yeah, yeah, that, that was probably like their need. I feel like that's a lot of needs of a lot of teams. It's like offensive linemen or cor- cornerback for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I think just like the edge rushers have gone so much better that you have less time in the pocket. So having better quality offensive linemen helps you buy that much more time. Yeah, I like it though. So far, we're, geez, we're killing it. We should be general managers. <laughs> we really should. We really should. All right, the next pick at 21, I had Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State going to the Colts. I really, really, really – I like the pick, but I like the player even more. Like, he, he's a stud, yeah. man. He was blocking people down left and right. I think he's a very underrated draft pick. Like, some people might say this might be a little too yeah. high, but at the same time, look at the film. It tells you what, you what you see, and this is what you get. You know, it's 21. I think it's a great spot from the land. For since like after yeah, I was on Slater and Penny Sewell, it like it just drops. Sorry. No, you're good. I was just like, I don't know, like some once I got to his later picks, it was like I felt like I was reaching or I was digging too far down. I felt like I couldn't find that middle ground, but I f- feel like the Colts needed to replace Anthony Costanzo, and they're going to with this pick. No, that was really smart. That was something I didn't take into consideration because, like, on my board, I put wide receiver just to, like, help mm-hmm. out because their team's, like, pretty complete anyway with the offensive line. But adding that, yeah. just you could run it with Jonathan Taylor all game. Yep. All right, Tyler, your number 22 pick. Tennessee Titans. I would love not to try to say his name again, but it's <laughs> Azizi Algerlari. Yeah. I, I said it very badly. Oh, that was pretty good. I felt like that was your best one yet. Oh, <laughs> let's go. I mean, I, I I was looking at all the edge rushers and like all the other ones need to be, a, need to polish them a bit more like development wise, like they have a lot to learn. But with him, like when he like hand chops people, like he just takes away their ability to guard him and he just slides around. Like no other edge rusher in this draft that I was looking at has the quite ability that him that to get around that edge with, the hand chopping movements because I think as an edge rusher that's the your biggest tool because otherwise mm-hmm. they're holding on to you and you can't do anything and then you're not worth the draft pick anyway. But Tennessee Titans definitely needed an edge rusher, so I think it's a great pick for them. All right, you New York Jets. I had Jalen Phillips, edge from Miami. This might have been a bit of a reach, and I don't. I haven't seen too many mock drafts look at edge for the Jets too much. I just thought they're they have the 49ers relationship. Robert Sala 
had an often awesome defensive line, and just you saw them add Carl Lawson. They already have Quentin Williams, and then just adding someone else. Ooh, I do have comments scary. about this pick. Only because I, of my jet. I think the pick's really good. <laughs> I also think we needed offensive line and corner more. If that makes sense, because yeah. like. Because our, our defensive line's looking good. I mean, having Jalen Phillips would be a fucking awesome. But just let the grand scheme of things of, like, panning out. Like, we get Zach Wilson. Our corner room is really, like, I don't know if they're going to pan out with um, Bryce Hall and Blaise on Austin, but we definitely need some more depth in there. I don't know if they have plans to sign somebody, but I definitely think with this pick, the offensive line or corner. I also love edge, though. Like, if you're going to pick another position besides those two, I love the pick. Yeah, that was just – I wanted to go Asante Samuel, but I feel like he's more early, like middle second-round pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't pick yeah, him. I just didn't know. You know, you made the right decision. So that's like – yeah, I just felt – I felt like they could have I, – I had him. I wanted – I put Najee Harris down at that pick as well. So <laughs> I felt <laughs> like they could have got it. <laughs> yeah, true. So, all right, Tyler. This number 24, number 24 pick, Nippleton, out of misery. I know this might be a stretch, and it, it technically is. But when I was looking at the linebackers, I was, wasn't really looking at coverage ability. I was kind of looking at what Bud, Bud Debris did as an edge rusher and how he got just, like, in the middle, you know, scavenging through everything, stopping the run. Nick Bolton isn't like Bud Debris in that. I mean, he is like that in the sense, but he's not. He needs a little reform. Needs people to tell him what to do and what not to do in the edge rusher standpoint, but I, he's a great slam dunk pick, and he's going to the best organization for that kind of edge rusher stability because you have TJ White you can learn from, man. You have Cam Hayward right down there to help you out. I mean, their defense is stacked, so plugging him in will just be a breeze. Yeah, I just I could also see them going off into tackle with this pick, but we yeah. we pretty much. Pretty much scoured the wide receivers and the offensive tackles and the corners pretty much as well. Yeah, um, we but yeah, went through them all. Like the oh, and and we had the Jacksonville pick. Jaguars. I like it. I really do. Because you th- pick anything a, for them. Yeah, that's just like, they're like the Jets. They, yeah. I feel like you could go anywhere and it'll make your team better. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. So that's Greg Russo edge from Miami. That was the Jacksonville Jaguar pick. And now it's where it gets a little, we get a little crazy. <laughs> now, when I threw this curveball, right? Like, obviously, I had different wide receivers going to different places. But since you put Devontae Smith up there, I had him going to the Eagles originally. Um, that's where the Terrence Marshall pick came in. I originally had Terrence Marshall going to the Browns. But I, I like, I really, really like Randall Moore. Because he's like 5'8 in that region of height. And he's super fast. Like at the combine, I didn't realize how like... Like he doesn't play like he's 5'8. He plays like he's like 6 foot. Like this man can go grab every ball. He's at he's super fast. He's like a, a cheaper Tyree kill. He just run past people. And like you... I mean, I think Baker Mayfield will sling it too. But this also plays in the... I think Odell Beckham's going to get traded. You hear it for here first. 
if it does happen, I am a god. I am a genius. I need to be signed right now. Okay. It's just because like, I just think that they're trying to move him, especially because of the cap hit thing, too. I don't know if cap hit hit already or not, or like when that actually happens, if it's after the draft, before the draft. I think during draft night, somebody's going to call up and say, hey, you can come to our spot if you give us Odo Beckham Jr. and blah, blah, blah. There'll be some trade. And then the whole draft will switch. But I definitely think we'll get traded. But I thought they should replace him with Randall Moore. I like it. Also, like, someone to take the top off of that defense, off of the defense and that offense, that could be, that could open up so many opportunities for Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Um, yeah, just someone to take the top off the defense, I think, would be good for that offense. Oh, yeah. Like, when I saw that pick line there, I was like, this, this would be pretty, pretty spectacular. It opens up everything, even though their offense is already awesome. Yeah. And then at 27, I love this pick. I by had the way. Rashad Bateman, wide receiver from Minnesota. I love this pick. I love this pick. He just needs another weapon, another wide receiver that you can just throw around. Marquise Goodwin. I think, not Marquise, I did the same thing you did. Marquise Brown. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, Marquise Brown, he's not a number one to me. He's more, he's going to take the top off your defense no matter what, right? But if you could somehow get Rashad Bateman to get in there, because he's like 6'2", he can make those contested catches. You can just chuck it up to him. He has a potential to be a number one wide receiver. Even if he doesn't, he's going to be a number two. This guy's a stud. Yes, he plays at Minnesota. The competition isn't like super great, but that's for most of these picks, right? You're kind of shooting in the dark and hoping they work out. But as a talent standpoint and wide receiver position that's left on the board, this was perfect. Yeah, I freaking, I found this guy on TikTok. And I was watching his highlights. And I was like, I was like, how have I not heard of this guy? He just—he's a monster. He—he'll go up and get it. He'll run past you. He has a quick release off the line. I think he could be like the unicorn in the draft. The like that everyone sleeps on because he also did opt out this past season. So I think people are kind of forgetting about him a little bit. Because yeah, last year's draft, I thought that's when he so, was going to announce he was going into, and I really liked him then. I didn't know you yeah. found one pickup. That's funny. <laughs> um, yeah. And if this 28th pick, it, it kind of the same logic goes. I think this guy is an underrated player. Yes, he could have fell into the second round or like late first. But at the same time, wide receivers are kind of gone at this point. If you're the New Orleans Saints, you want to get your next playmaker, you know, Jameis Winston, some weapons. Because outside Michael Thomas, nobody. Jerry Cook's gone. You have Alvin Kamara. That's it. So giving them a weapon definitely will help the offense out because their defense is stacked. You can compete still. You're you're chilling. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That defense, I was like thinking, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe you could go. The only other thing I could think of is maybe pass, get an edge rusher as well because yeah. Trey Hendrickson left and he was their leading. Uh, they led, he led in sacks. He had like, what, like, 19 or something yeah he had oh man it was it was pretty he had a good year he definitely thrived yeah, that's the only other pick i can maybe see them going is another edge rusher but they definitely need more weapons it's james winston is not drew Brees. <laughs> oh definitely not yeah i don't know who drew Brees did it that long without having like another wide receiver besides like Mino sanders last year yeah and then, so at our 29 with the Packers, 
Tyler helped me on this one. <laughs> it was pretty tough after to go. that. It was because this guy do much he, too much. I sh- I should have done more research on him, but I didn't. <laughs> and Tyler, Tyler, take take the logic. You you take take the reins on this one. Well, because like I was watching his film right, and like I was mainly impressed not by him as a linebacker, not by him playing different position, but him thriving in each position you played him in. Like every time you played him at safety to do a specific task, he did it, thrived in it. Same with linebacker. He would edge people. He would take off the run game. Like the Notre defense was really good this year. And it was mainly because of this guy. He's definitely slept on. I definitely think people forgot he existed because he's in the shadows of some of these other players. But he, he was like the unicorn player of their team. Like you didn't know where he was coming from. I mean, this guy, he, he hits hard too. He hits hard, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, like when this guy, he causes some havoc. <laughs> and then at 30, Tyler with the Buffalo Bills. Key, key, oh, shit. Here we go. Kitty, Kiwi, Kiwi, <laughs> Kitty Payne, Edge from Mich- Michigan. Yeah, this guy, they definitely need an edge rusher. Like I said earlier in the podcast, they, this their team is very, very good offensively, defensively great. They're a very complete team. They're probably like one of the, I say top three complete teams in the NFL, but their edge rushers were so bad. I was watching them because, I mean, Josh Allen was killing it. I'm not going to lie. He was, he was doing awesome. He was a stud this year. And the, when I was watching defense, their defense was great, but the pressure coming to the quarterback was so bad. Like they had to rely on their corners and linebackers the whole entire time. So getting um, Kiwi Payne, he's awesome. He causes havoc in the middle of the defensive line. Like you could put him anywhere, really. He thrives at. But I think if you set him in the middle, like an Aaron Donald type of player, he's just going to be such a mismatch for those people because they have some other edge rushers yeah. that are decent. I think he's the second best edge rusher in this class. And then with the 31st pick, I got Samuel Cosme. Offensive tackle from Texas going to the Chiefs. Uh, they just need an offensive lineman. It's, yeah. It doesn't really matter. They just need bodies to block for Patrick Mahomes that are better or good. Um, Dude, they just need I would not anybody. like them to go this way. <laughs> I would like to see them get something stupid. Drop the and kicker. not address the <laughs> offensive line. And Joey Bosa just goes off. But, you know, we got to be realistic. Yup. And yeah, offensive lineman. But this pick, I don't care what offensive tackle you get. I don't even care if Andy Reid has to go in there and block for Patrick Mahomes. You have to get him somebody, just somebody that's decent because their offensive line is so bad. And I don't know yeah, what they're they were gonna do straight this up year. embarrassed. Oh yeah, they, I, they in the Super Bowl they got destroyed, destroyed. I will say Patrick Mahomes was throwing some dimes. That's about yeah. it. I mean, the Tampa Bay was by far the better team. Then speaking of Tampa Bay, we got Kellen Mon, quarterback from Texas A&M, going at 32. I love this pick, not because I did it, <laughs> but I think it's just a good pick anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's a good pick anyway. I think he's the best quarterback off the board that's left over anyway. I mean, they could have gone any, they can go any position on this point anyway. But their team's so stacked. I don't know if they want to get depth players, but. Having the QB sit behind kind of sets you up for the next, like, I guess after Brady area that they go for, and he's just ready to yeah. go lined up, and he can learn from him. 
And this guy is a, he's really good. Like he kind of like a Jordan Love where they drafted him to sit behind somebody. This guy can do it too. Yeah. I could also see Asante Samuel going here. Oh yeah. Instead. I can if, see that too. If they really if because that's it's practically second round territory. I could see him going here just because their corners they were they they held it down, but there were some times where they did get burned pretty bad, but yeah. Um yeah, that's that's the only other pick I could see going there. Overall, I think we did pretty good. I think we did pretty good too. I mean, I didn't realize we're gonna pick so many wide receivers. It's kind of that draft class, though. <laughs> yeah, I just think there's a lot of good wide receivers. There's some that, like, I don't know. I feel like we, I kind of reached on or, like, I was thinking more offensive-minded than defensive-minded, but I think overall it's a good draft. Yeah, I definitely reached on Terrence Marshall, but I still think he's a stud. All he's right. He's low 20s, but... I think- I think that's it from us today. As our very first podcast, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for listening and stay tuned for our next one. Next one, we're actually going to have a name for this podcast. So anyways, this has been Tyler Evans. This is Michael Murphy. We are signing off. Peace.